Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 584, March 22nd, 2021. The high on this day was uh, 71 degrees back in 1945, uh, 14 below in 1888, 14 inches of snow on this day in 1952, and no ice outs for this date. Woo! Oh. I mean, and oh, now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Say, help me with something. I should know this, but I don't, apparently. Why is the NCAA tournament Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday instead of the traditional Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? I don't know if it had anything to do with quarantine because I know they had to make sure everybody was um, tested and whatnot. So I don't know if that played a role in it, but I was wondering the same thing because normally, yeah, it starts on Thursday. So I'm not not sure. Today is like a Sunday of the past in right. the NCAA. It's just full of games, men and women, right? right. Yes. All right. I, I, Sister I, Jean won again, Joe. I know. Sister I got, Destiny. <laughs> I got Loyola to go all the way. I'm looking good. Did you really I, pick them? All the way. Nice. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I'm leading this, The what's called the Fried Chicken Challenge. I'm leading. I'm the leader of hmm. the... It's an extended family and friends, and you know, it took me 32 seconds to pick my picks. Because I don't know a damn thing about college basketball, but I'm leading the. Day. I loved it when we were still on the radio and we would get uh, peppered by the boss to do the brackets, and you always pick Marquette every year to yeah, win well, the Golden Eagles. Eagles. I'm gonna. I pick schools where I have an interest. Right. Uh, I've got a. I've got a. In, uh, well, I don't have a financial interest in Loyola, but people do that I know. So I'm going with Loyola and the Nun. How Sister, big of a school is that? Sister Destiny. Well, all the kids of the kids I used to have go to Loyola High School, which is the sister school of the university. Got it. They they have won one NCAA tournament, and that was in 1963. And when they had the miracle run with Sister Jean, that was 2018. They made it to the Final Four, but they didn't win, did they? No, they they lost in a heartbreaker, I believe. Yeah. But boy, do they appear to be well coached. Holy mackerel. And he might be the next Gophers head coach. I think that Mark Coyle is going to face intense pressure to hire an African-American coach. You do. I think well, that's be- terrible. I think you should just hire the best qualified. It's not the way the world works anymore. And wow. there's been there's been a lot of conversation uh, pointing out that Minnesota, University of Minnesota, has no coaches of color. Right. None. I did see sport. that story last week. Yep. Well, I'm sure there's some assistants, right? Mm-hmm. Well, many, but yeah, you're but, right. Well, there's no baseball, football, basketball, hockey. Uh, well, and I'm not denying women's that basketball there, uh, that there aren't great black coaches because there are. But, of course there are. Well, Clem. Just, Clem had a great well, run yeah, here. I just hire the best. At the time, Clem was the best. Uh, we didn't hire Clem because we, uh, he was black. Are we doing Monday Night Sports Talk right now? Yeah. No. How the Wild doing? What's the deal? Boy, they got they two didn't losses. Do, they didn't raced do well over the weekend. <laughs> Six, Man. seven, five to one. They looked horrible. Yeah. I got a note from uh, uh, Jackie. Uh, What's she doing now? Pointing out that uh, at Hill City School Community Room, there are seven sessions starting April 6th 
of gun safety classes right at the school there. Huh. Must be 11 years old or older. Ray of hope. Isn't that something? Parent or guardian must fill out the paperwork on the first night. But uh, this is out there in the land of uh, rocks and cows, and it's a ray of hope. It's firearm safety class for the kids. Anybody that is, well, is eager right now to, to get a firearm, but if you introduce your son or daughter to hunting, all that stuff, that is the best course you can take. I sat through that with Gabe, and I learned so much. And that was just in its simplest form. I thought I highly recommend that course. Do you know what the White House uh, administration is offering as the excuse for why Biden fell three times Friday getting on the airplane? Uh, yeah, I know. He was yeah. drunk AF. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Maybe not. They're saying it was the wind. Oh, and they're saying that no. apparently with a straight face. Uh I believe his first press conference is this Thursday. Yep. And that's going to be must-watch television. Uh, this poor guy needs to... I don't, Do I don't you remember, know what it's going to be like. Do you remember how uncomfortable it was to watch W... Uh, do a press conference or a, a speech where you were just you were on your seat going oh he's he's going audio corner you were just waiting for him to to you know screw it up but that's <laughs> I think that's the way I'm going to be with Biden oh it's waiting just, for him uh, to be Spacey Joe and have you I've begun to follow uh, not begun to follow I've been following the uh, situation at the at the border and it's it's terrible it's absolutely terrible and. Of course, this administration wants to blame the Trump administration, but the facts don't bear that out. Uh, Trump allowed the media access to what was happening at the border because he wanted them to understand what was happening. The Biden administration compounding uh, the problems they're having with this will not allow any press. Now, what logical conclusion can you reach? I got something to hide. We don't want you to see how bad it is. Well, that's right. that's what I'm saying. Ignorance is bliss in that case. Then, correct? Apparently, it's horrible. Yeah. Well, and kids of- are separated. They mm-hmm. they haven't seen their mothers and fathers, and it's it's horrible. And then, I don't know what I don't know what the answer is. By the way, I, I I don't know what the answer is. And the narrative from especially the national media on this particular subject is completely embarrassing. The way that they covered this story under the Trump administration is night and day compared to how they're covering it under the Biden. Well, think of what oh, yeah. Trump in President Trump's uh, administration inherited from President Obama. The same mm-hmm. things were happening there. They just weren't privy to it. That's changing by the way. Uh, even CNN is is hectoring the Biden administration for not allowing uh, press and photographers. Even CNN has had it. Really? So so yeah, so it's reaching the point where the administration has to have a come-to-Jesus meeting with this country. What the hell are you doing down there? Why don't we find out about it? Why can't we see it? And what are you going to do to cure it? And none of those answers are, are uh, forthcoming. None of those answers are forthcoming. Right, we need to fix it. Let's fix it. The uh, Homeland Security Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, they put him on four different Sunday news shows to try to put the fire out, and, and he didn't. Uh, he, he insists the border is closed, but there are people literally knocking at the door down there. Uh, human trafficking, is uh, smuggling is out of control. The uh, detention of children is out of control. But, but didn't Biden uh, uh, open the door to this by saying, yeah, when I get to be president, you come on in. Right. Well, here they came, and we're not able to handle it. 
And, and now they're saying, don't come. Yeah. Okay, well, the word might not be out. But they are, south of the border, they are very savvy. They're not idiots. They're using the kids as a, as a pawn, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily... You know, the mom and dad that have their, it's, they're, they're grabbing kids and trying to get through. And it's, this is a really ugly situation. I don't know what the solution is, but it's going to get worse. Well, and again, if this country's so horrid and capitalism is so foul, why in the hell are people dying to get here? Ah, there you go. What, right what, what, there. Why are they here? Why are you coming here? Right there. Yep. We're just told all constantly in the failed academy and by the political class in many cases that this is a this is a country that should be ashamed of itself. And mm-hmm. there's no opportunity here. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. there's no opportunities for uh, people of color in this country. They Minorities. must act as they must they must act as a collective. They must act as a, a, a group that will only <laughs> exist uh, according to its political identity. Well, B as in B, S as in S. Just go to the border. Why are you trying to get in here? May I veer wildly to Whoa. a different topic? Segway. Uh, I never was much of a guy who did spring break back in the day. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, that's uh, shocking, Joe. That's that's. But shocking. I did one. I did one. For Where are you going to go? Call me now. Did one. I don't recall. I don't recall such chaos and violence. Uh, why well, why, th- that, why are the people behaving so poorly? Th- that right there, you asking that question, explains exactly how you've never been on spring break before. Well, he's got a point, though, yes, fellas. Yes, I know what he's the, saying. Ca- yeah. there, there's always been chaos, and that's what has made it fun. Right. The violence, though, is a new thing. Why should you stand on top of somebody's car and wreck it? Why, why should why you are, dine and dash? It, that was not happening in no. years prior. Uh, I, I recall it. It was, it was really fun. It was nice. Right. It, it was. This is ridiculous. Fellas, There's been a thousand arrests. A thousand arrests. There's now an 8 p.m. curfew. They don't. Even, this is a big problem. They don't know what to do with it. Miami, mm-hmm. uh, the city of Miami, is beside itself. But these are. Is this just, are we just witnessing uh, the ever-increasing decline of moral and ethical integrity? Yes, that is a big part of it. I think so. Do you, do, yeah. Don't you think part of part of it this year anyway is due to the, the COVID, yes. the COVID deal, as my sure, people say? Sure, sure. You mean, you mean they're busting loose because they've been locked up for so long? Yeah. 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 Well, I'm sure that is, but that doesn't explain lawlessness. Right. To, to a person like you that follows the law, yes, but the... The the young people that are out there right now just don't give a you know what. I, I, I'm they ridiculous. I'm ridiculously I'm ridiculously naive in my continuing to expect behavior. Well, it does, it's not there. Joe, let me tell you about a story <laughs> yeah. of when uh, about twelve young men descended from Mankato State University to a wonderful place called Mexico. Okay. In spring break, none of this surprises me. Yeah. Well, but you guys, I mean, yes, you were. You, Did you, you got, break the law in Mexico? Define the law. What law? <laughs> right. Define. I got a long list to choose <laughs> Never from. Never mind. Right. Then. I mean, what the hell? No, well, I guess to, 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 to back you up. No, did we rob places? And no, we didn't steal. We didn't rob. But of course, we were drunken idiots for seven days. Yeah, you, you, you carried hell. on. You carried on. But no, but nothing like some of the stories that are surfacing from Miami right now, because that's that's really that's really bad. 
I don't understand. That, that, the violence gets in the way in the way of the real objective. Right. I got things to get done here. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, and by things to get done, as many things as possible. <laughs> get her done. Get Sometimes her done. multiple things in the same okay. day. Oh, gotcha. Man. Yeah. Well, you're not going if for a you walk. Don't come, <laughs> if you don't come home from spring break with VD. You've got oh, a problem. God. You got what, you what's know, wrong you know, with you? you why even to, go? Why do you always have to take it down that road? Why even go? Seriously, <laughs> I was in a different part of Mexico when I. Jeez. We went to Chili Willies yeah. in Cancun. Rookie was at Pottery Barn in Acapulco. <laughs> yeah, look at this nice stuff we had. I would here. go to spring break and take the penicillin with me. <laughs> oh my God! Preemptive penicillin. People, he's lying. I'm, I've, I've oh. come to the conclusion that it's all bravado, that he makes every bit of this up. Joe, you had I to have know. known I be so sure. bringing up spring break was well, going to take have. us down this path. I should not have brought it up then, but oh. I, I guess I'm just expressing astonishment at, this, at such widespread poor behavior. Well, I, Rook, I just, does yes. your friend at the airport, I mean, I'm sure he's seen hundreds of people that are flocking to spring break destinations. Uh, Miami was... Uh, Miami's huge. Denver is now big with a lot of people. They want to go to oh. Colorado. Why? To go skiing? No. No. <laughs> no, they don't bring their skiing. skis. Right. The, no, the two no, gentlemen no. that showed up, my friend at the airport reported this to me, the two gentlemen that showed up at the counter for the 625 departure flight for Denver, went, it was 624. Let, they let thought me they guess. were going to get through. Let me guess, Matthew, and their only luggage was a box of zigzag papers, right? <laughs> a duffel bag half full of zigzags, yes. <laughs> yeah. So Denver's now just a dope destination? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah, there's a couple people that bring skis, but I think those are just prop skis. And that's why we haven't heard any stories of violence in Denver, because they are very chill. We're all chill, man. They're big yeah. sitting in the mountains. <laughs> yep. Or downtown Denver. See, I, 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 I automatically assumed they were going to Denver to go skiing. Right. Used to be that right. way, but well, uh, there's been a sea change of clientele going to Denver. Well, apparently a sea change in the clientele going to Miami. Uh, Florida is still uh, extremely popular. So, Orlando, uh, Fort Myers, Tampa, but Miami's is big, too. One question regarding the violence in Florida. Are there restrictions, capacity restrictions in the bars? I do believe so. At least there was back in February when I was down there. So is that keeping people out of the bar and on the street oh. and bored and prone to violence and shenanigans? Good point. That's a good I point. No, I have no idea. Do you think maybe Patrick made the drive from Fort Myers down to Miami to kind of party no. it up a little bit? Hey, no. say what a, hey, get off that car. Stop walking on that That's car. That's a convertible. That's <laughs> I would <because> up. <laughs> the spring Miami's break. the last place in the world I'd want to go right now. The spring breaks I've been to, it's just been wall-to-wall -wall people in the bars, and then they yep. fence off areas next to the beach where it's wall-to-wall -wall people and concerts and T-shirt, con you know, the whole deal. Yeah. Just straight-up debauchery. Yeah, I, wonderful, I, wonderful but, debauchery. But there, that was great country. <clears throat> but there country. aren't those planned events that are going on right now. People are just milling about. No, maybe that's why. I got a note from Jeff from Brooklyn Park. What a kind-hearted soul. Uh, Mayor, I live near the Red Savoy located in Osseo. Soon I will go there and order the cheese bread with the pizza. 
I will pay for both since I want them to make money for the sole reason that they advertise on your show. Nice. Here, here, here. Nice. Well, nice. Jeff, nice. that's very kind of you, but I think what he's really saying is he's about as technically gifted as I am, and he's got no shot <laughs> to figure out it. how to get the free cheese Just going to buy it. Let's explain it, Reavers. You go online. Actually, Savoy. just go to the app. The app is the, it's super convenient, and it's very, very easy. Order any large pizza. Anything yep. you want. Double sausage. Get Build get, your own beautiful whatever pizza. Whatever you do, you're doing it right at Red's. Yeah, get yep. the double sausage, the rookie delight. All right? Yep. Yep. Then you also order the cheese bread. Yep. So you place your order for both. When you yep. go to check out, that's when you enter, I think it's called the coupon code Joe. Joe. Then Joe. they remove the price of the cheese of the bread. Cheese bread. Wow. Bang, so you show bang, up at any boom. of the Red Savoy's right. locations. There's your pizza. There's the cheese bread. Boom. Boom. It's a boom. A great deal. It's a great pizza. It has been since 1965, invented over on uh, East 7th Street by Red Schoenheider, and it's just fantastic. Soda style, S-O-T-A, thin crust, great toppings, and now that free cheese bread, when you uh, figure uh, figure out the ordering mechanism, which apparently is not that difficult. Nope. Uh, now that Reavers has explained it, uh, even I could do it. Uh, Jeff said his uh, outfits up in Osseo, there are 14, I'm sorry, 16 Red Savoys. You're always going to be near one. Red Savoy Pizza, and uh, through the through the month of March, that great deal for GLers, use Joe at checkout. Then that cheese bread gets removed from the bill. Boom. And you show up and just pay for your pizza and take home the free cheese bread and the wonderful sauce. It's Red Savoy Pizza. It's been soda style since 1965. It's the best in town. It's been a long winter for Minnesota businesses. Now it's time to spring forward to Sioux Falls. I'm Dean Diesick with the Sioux Falls Development Foundation. Sioux Falls has what your business needs to make a fresh start. Fewer taxes, less business regulation, and higher profits. Along with build-ready sites and available buildings to get you up and running fast. Best of all, companies of all sizes make more money in Sioux Falls. We've got the details on our website at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Now more than ever, Minnesota companies are talking with us about expansion or relocation to the Sioux Falls area. Minnesota business people are excited about our short commutes, safe streets, and quality of life excellence. Make your move to Sioux Falls. You'll find productive people, affordable land, reduced red tape, and fewer taxes, not to mention higher profits. Spring is a great time to expand or relocate your business to Sioux Falls. Pay us a visit at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. So I'm doing the tally here. Rook has been a customer for years. Chris, uh, Chris uh, Reavers, a couple late, of years. Late to the game. Got my paperwork right here. My pro turf John Height. The smartest man in the whole wide world, uh, John Hyde, is a customer now, and now the fireworks commissioner himself is getting the free in-person estimates, so he'll be a, a new customer. Mm-hmm. There's just uh, just one person from uh, GL who isn't <laughs> for for a beautiful lawn all season oh, you. long. You, <laughs> the former soul man, <laughs> needs to get on the horn with ProfessionalTurf.com. It's true. I'm out of range, fellas. I was trying to crush uh, they the don't, numbers and they go, who the hell They is don't it? come up here to Hooterville. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I have no idea. But I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to have weeds, and you're not going to have the greenest grass and the best-looking lawn on the block. 
I've already been grousing about the dandelions that are going to be coming up here in a matter of weeks. Uh, however, I guarantee you that my former yard in South Minneapolis, it's already greening up nicely. You click that link, professionalturf.com, you'll be able to schedule, like Joe did, a free in-person estimate. And if you so choose, you can sign up for a season of treatment with liquid and granular fertilizers applied by a full-time year-round employee, not a temp. These folks know what they're doing. They can read the signs. They're going to take care of your yard. You never have to think about it, and you'll have the best lawn on the block. Same with the Pro Turf Landscape crews. They built an awesome, uh, built an awesome patio in my backyard that turned out absolutely perfect. They do it all, landscaping, sprinkler service, and I promise you, you'll have the best lawn on the block when you go with ProfessionalTurf.com. It was something we should have gotten to last week, but I've been able to condense it now. I just want to read to you uh, various sentences from a big story that was in the Pioneer Press last week on the discussion by city authorities on the increase in youth crime in St. Paul. Mm -hmm. And last Wednesday, the St. Paul City Council joined representatives of the St. Paul Police Department, community ambassadors, Ramsey County Attorney John Choi, Transforming Systems Together, and the Healing Streets Project, and Moms Demand Action for, and this is highlighted part, a wide-ranging discussion on the uptick in the city's youth crime. Okay, that, that's meaningless. Is that what we're calling it, an uptick? St. Paul Melvin Carter has long spoken of moving upstream of crime, <clears throat> preventing it before it happens. Okay. Council members have, this is highlighted, have expressed interest in seeing which city-backed initiatives supported under the mayor's Community First Public Safety banner have borne fruit at a, different t at a difficult time for the city. Meaningless. Meaningless. You mean to tell me the city council members, I would hope they've expressed interest in seeing if these initiatives are any good. Yeah, you need to gauge them to find out if, if there's a sunset date on any of these. Probably not. In 2020, St. Paul police received reports of 1,246 aggravated assaults, a 30% increase over the 946 incidents recorded in 2019. Reported burglaries, robberies, theft, and motor vehicle theft have also increased, though reported rapes declined 17%. Police reported a record-tying 34 homicides last year, up from 30 the year before. Another highlighted sentence. We're really interested in getting up behind a plan that is coordinated and shows what's working, said City Council President Amy Brenmoon. Okay, she said that with the budget season approaching, the intent is to walk into that with our eyes wide open, rather than a more piecemeal department-by-department department approach to street crime. She called, this is highlighted, she called, this, this is me and a buddy did the highlighting. She called for a plan that we can all get behind and work together as partners. Meaningless. Gibberish. It's just Nonsense. gibberish. We Nonsense. called for a plan where we could all work together as yep. partners. Yeah. Whom? <laughs> Whom is she referring to? And then here in the understatement of the year uh, in the story, so far, a coordinated citywide approach toward youth crime has proven elusive. <laughs> Yeah, I can well understand. I can well understand why that might be. Uh, you you can see here the absence of 
of, of strong real life experiences in, in, in most of the people who occupy the salon. They right. are not qualified to uh, to manage anything, much less uh, an increase in youth crime. Were any cr- exact crimes du- uh, uh, um, uh, magnified highlighted? or directed, yeah. highlighted? Did they say the crime of assault on light rail? Um, that is no, up 64%, no. and that's the first thing we need to fix, or whatever. The, I don't know what the statistics are. Mm-hmm. Should we help them out, Such? Should we tell them how to do this? Or should we let them? Should we watch them flounder? And backed fail? by backed by the mayor's initiative, the community ambassadors outreach effort <laughs> grew from thirty six street ambassadors to fifty last year, and from four teams to eight teams with new Frogtown, Midway, North End, and Sunray units. That allowed their street contacts to grow from thirty five hundred encounters to fourteen thousand. Mm. We literally walked up to a few disputes disputes where a young person was pointing a gun at the chest of another young person uh one of the ambassadors said that's that happens uh here here, i i I wasn't going to go through the whole thing it was a piece from last week but i just wanted to highlight those meaningless sentences this is what you get from today's political class the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings you get phrases like let's have wide-ranging discussions we get uptick we're expressing interest in seeing if the city-backed initiatives actually have done anything we're interested in getting behind a plan that is coordinated we need a plan that we can all get behind and work together as partners so far a coordinated city approach has proven elusive so do they mention any of the steps they're going to take or are they just talking about taking some steps which they don't know what they are. They, they have no idea what steps they're going to take, but they're interested in taking steps. And do what is the citywide coordinated plan you mentioned? There isn't one. It's all, <laughs> it's, it's all talk. So I'll uh, ask you again, should we help out? I can get you yeah, some steps. We, if you need some steps, I can get you some steps. Uh, yeah. Here, don't here's commit, the deal. Yeah, hire more here's cops and don't commit crimes. There it is. Well, no, you've, this is something you've actually been talking about for years. It starts in the home. Yep. You need a mom and a dad. And if you don't have a, a one, one or the other, uh, maybe you need co-parenting. If you can't have co-parenting, then let's step in to help out. So to see that this kid is being raised properly, doesn't have a lot of downtime, isn't bored, and then let's uh, help out with uh, getting food on your family. Then uh, do we have something for these kids to do? Uh, well, instead of walking around committing violence, can we keep them busy? Let me go uh, back can, to something. Can, can we get them a part-time job? Can we get them making money? Can we get them into school to show them that there is a future for them if they get an education? These are all easy, simple steps. Uh, I've said this before. I think it bears repeating that there's a great deal of irony in the fact that Melvin Carter could be exactly the mayor St. Paul needs, if only he had a different worldview. He's a lifelong native of St. Paul, graduate of Central High School. Dad was a St. Paul police officer. Melvin ran track for Central, was involved in his school. He's married and has children. He's oh, raising he kn- a family. He, he knows what it takes. But he won't, he won't, that gives him, in my estimation, the strongest soapbox of any mayor in the history of the city, yes. particularly because he's black. Yes. So now I keep going back to that one incident, the girl in the UPS office who was behaving 
so bad the cops had to restrain her. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and they mm-hmm. all had the knee-jerk reaction that the cops uh, were were uh, uh, abusing her, which proved, of course, that absolutely was not the case. And I remember thinking, if only Melvin would have not had that knee-jerk reaction, but instead, you know, metaphorically grab that girl by the ear and go to her family's house and say, you should be ashamed of your child's behavior. I think I think that would have done wonders. We're never going to get that. So he's never going to use the strongest soapbox any mayor has ever had. Because he can say those things to a, a person of color. No white mayor can. And get away with it. He's why doesn't our rev buddy, why doesn't he run, man, for something? Get in this office and then he'll be a role model. He, well, he already is, but he, he'll have his soapbox too. That you're, That's exactly what... The city needs not just black kids, not Asian kids. All the city, all the no, 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 no. Melvin's message would 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 work for every ethnicity. Yeah, I don't care with. I want. I, he has the creds to do this, and he won't do it. He he just continues to fall into the trap of embracing this liberal gibberish of the salon. Right. And it's not getting the city anywhere. It's not getting the city anywhere in Minneapolis. It's not getting Seattle anywhere. It's not getting Portland anywhere. It's not getting San Francisco and Los Angeles anywhere, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia. It's not getting any big city anywhere. They're falling apart. Right. And now, uh, the mayor of Portland's white. The mayor of Seattle's white. Uh, the mayor of New York is white. Uh, Lori Lightfoot is a, an African-American woman. Wow, you really opened up my eyes. I had not thought about it this way. You're right. He has the potential to be the greatest mayor in the yep. country if he'd just look in the mirror and look what it took to get him where he's at today. Instead, he's mostly silent and mostly absent. Uh, I have, I have friends, not heard him say anything like that. I have friends who have theories that he spends his day on the phone networking uh, for a higher position in the Biden administration. You're kidding me. No. Well, that Those they are don't theories, they have they have, I mean, they have no evidence. They have no evidence. Right. They have a theory. That's, it's a theory. That's just coffee talk. Well, it's it's but it's 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 pretty interesting coffee talk because something should explain his is as pathetic as Fry is, he can't help but always be in the news. Right. Carter's on. But, uh, Carter's vacant. He's gone. You're, you know what? That wild uh, speculation comes from an honest place. In, the, in the, the honest place is the question: What the hell is he doing? Right. And that's an honest question. And so you get the speculation, like you just brought up. Yeah. But gee whiz, there's so much he could do that would be shockingly garage logic like. Why? And why aren't, aren't we're not going to see it? Why aren't his people it. around him? I call it the brother-in-law factor, uh, in, in, in politics. Why aren't they saying, you know, you don't need the Biden administration. You could, you could run for governor. You, if if you were doing what you should be doing, you could run for senator. You could run for the house. Whatever the case may be, higher offices in your future. If you, address, if you accomplish something, yes. Well, he, he hasn't accomplished s- anything. S- single-handedly, he could turn that town around. I, I, I agree. Uh, I've heard it from strong, conservative-thinking people that I know in St. Paul that the irony is he could be the right mayor for the right time. Yes. And don't protect the thugs. Don't, don't do, say, not say anything 
Don't remain silent because you're afraid of the thugs or you don't want wait. to address that. They're not wait. voting anyway. Well, what was his quote? Them, Remember the, uh, the guy that wait. Joe brought up about the happy gnome? And he said, well, the reason he keeps getting robbed is because of the pandemic. These, well, wait these a minute, guys. Wait, 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 wait. Is this a, a, a loyalty to the party thing? Absolutely. Is that what this is? Of course. Yeah, because it's not common sense. He's, we know that. he's afraid to speak what he might actually already have within him Absolutely. because of the blind loyalty to the party? Absolutely. This is why we're routinely hated from the right and left, because mm -hmm. we don't have blind loyalty. No. Oh, those, those guys at GL are too liberal, or those guys are far-right crazy conservatives. No, no, no. we're neither. But <laughs> we're what, neither. What Joe points out, and he's spot on with, is think of his upbringing. He's got the stable environment. His dad's a cop, so there's, there's rules. He's he's not you know running around. I mean he's a, a smart kid. He ran track. He's you know physically in great shape. He's it's it's the perfect story. This is what America is if you put your mind to it and you invest in yourself. He you, should you be cannot. out there every day. Every day, guys. He should be out there every day on university, on rice, over on the uh, Rock and East side. Going to visit Walk, the schools. Walking and talking here, here, schools. Here, 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 here. Go ahead. Go ahead. St. Paul used to have a mayor named Charlie McCarty. And Charlie McCurdy had a big Lincoln with a, uh, uh, what do you call those? No, what do you call that? Come in, brer. Uh, oh, uh, CB. CB. CB radio. And, that, and he PA literally. System. He PA. had a PA system in the car. And he literally did what you just described. He drove, he was always out amongst them. Wouldn't that be great if Melvin was out amongst them with an amplification yes. system in his car? Yes. Oh, it'd be on a bicycle, but still, he'd be getting it done. <laughs> yeah. Probably be on e-bike from EcoFun. Well, instead, instead, they idea. they continue to perfect the art of living on a rail of American life that has nothing to do with the realities of the streets. In this case, of St. Paul, but just plug in your own city's name. They're on that rail in the salon, and they are not leading the lives we're leading. It's that simple. And they're they're. Kenny, we'll, you've had a theory lately that we're going to switch our attention here to Minneapolis in a moment. You've had a theory lately, Kenny, that the citizens of Minneapolis are awakening. And boy, well, there was a I've, great letter, great letter to the editor today in the Star Tribune. Uh, when we humans are faced with a tough decision involving only undesirable choices, we tend to freeze. Mayor Jacob Fry demonstrated this clearly during the riots. More recently, cowardly tolerance of the lethal situation. At 38th Street and Chicago Avenue illustrates this. You guys, I don't hear anything. Do you guys? No, not at all. No, not at all. Not at all. I don't hear a little kid, do not you? At all. No. The cause of this is quite clear. Minneapolis voters have elected people with no significant management experience, often no management experience at all. Council member Jeremiah Ellison stands out even in this crowd. He is an artist. New drive-throughs are prohibited in the city because idling cars cause pollution, yet reducing the city speed limit, as happened in 2020, substantially increases the number of cars on the road and the amount of time they spend there, dwarfing the effect of those evil tax-paying drive-throughs. Affordable housing is a goal, yet the city has arrogated tenant screening to itself and now proposes to tell landlords what their rent is permitted to be. The yeah. sound you hear is small landlords dumping their affordable properties and leaving town. The other sound is economists laughing. Supporting local businesses is a goal, yet the city requires that corner stores buy and eventually trash perishable products that their customers won't buy. 
Recently, too, the city has taken charge of restaurant hiring decisions. And then there is the timing and size of the George Floyd settlement. Really, these NAFES hate cops, businesses, cars, landlords, restaurant operators, and more. Their goal is apparently to pare the city down to a few people who will ride bicycles to work and to fund the city by taxing Minnesotans who don't live there. Good luck to you, Minneapolis voters. Hopefully, enough of you will have the wisdom to hire more competent managers for the future. It's not clear how long you can survive with a crew like this one, hmm. George Anderson, Minneapolis. Well, nice. he might as well he might as well be just giving him GL talking points. He's right on the money. Right, right on the money. On every point. Yeah. yeah. It's just but it's ridiculous. We're being managed by people who don't know how to manage because that's never been part of the purview of life that they've experienced. Well, I, I mean, look at their title and their history. When you look up, up and do a, a research about them, every single one, activist. And mm -hmm. it's always first, activist. Now, what we're learning in Minneapolis is that the city is easing. We've, this has come up before, but it's now uh, even more uh, pertinent. Uh, the city is easing the restrictions they once had. In fact, it was an ordinance that you could not have uh, the metal shutters on your business because it it's it suggested that things were not safe and aesthetically ah, pleasing. Right. Well, of course, uh, they've come full circle on that, and and people are are buying these uh, metal shutters as fast as they can put them up, uh, anticipating uh, whatever might result from the. Uh, Chauvin trial. Uh, so uh, now you're going to see more and more of these metal shutters in place. So they can take down the uh, four by eight sheets of plywood, which right. were okay, but incredibly <laughs> unsightly right. and easy to break through and tear off. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it just is amazing. It really is amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, St. Paul has long allowed the use of external shutters as long as owners request a permit. Minneapolis's limited security shutters limited security shutters to the inside of a property, leaving windows and doors vulnerable. In a report justifying the ban, Minneapolis officials argued that external shutters cause visual blight and create the impression that an area is unsafe and troublesome. That's because the areas are unsafe and troublesome. Yeah. Mm. 38th in Chicago is unsafe and troublesome. And Kenny, I just was rooting for you hard to have that yeah, open by now in the dead of night. And it hasn't happened. Didn't work out. Yeah. Boy, that was a pipe dream, huh? But I, I love in this article in today's uh, Star Tribune, as you would say, uh, the play piece. Uh, and they quoted a guy named Dave who runs the, or owns the Franklin Nick, uh, Nicollet Liquor Store. Yeah. The shutters, the retractable shutters, cost him $40,000. Wow. But, but he was hit by looters twice last year yep. that cost him $250,000. Wow. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jeez. And don't you get the feeling, I, I have this, this empty feeling that the city council uh, in Minneapolis, perhaps in St. Paul too, that they're completely unaware of the kinds of discussions we're having here. They're, oh, they're, yeah. they're completely unaware. They don't think they've committed folly. No. They, they think that they're actually doing something. Right. They haven't done a thing. Nope. And never mind us, because they paint us with the far-right nut job brush anyway.
But uh, what's even more dangerous in expanding on that, Joe, is they're completely unaware that everyday citizens in Minneapolis are having this discussion in their backyards. That's what I mean by us. I didn't mean yeah. garage logicians. Look at the letter to the editor today, yeah. George Anderson. Yeah. People are yeah. having people are awakening to the fact that these are very incompetent people uh, yep. trying to manage a big, big city, and they don't know how. And they don't have they management can, experience. And they can't. And and they're unaware that these they're unaware that we're having these conversations, meaning all of the citizens, because they lead that life on a parallel rail. They they only uh, uh, hang out with each other. No. Yeah. And there's no way to get to them. They won't realize they've. You know what? Even if they get voted out of office, they'll find a way to blame the citizens for being stupid. Well, that's how get, sm, that's how smug they are. And if they get voted out, they'll get a, a, a yeah, management right, role right. Or, or part of the staff, a cabinet role. Well, look at Bender. She's bailing on this job, and she's moving to what Duluth? Yeah, for a different role. Well, presumably she'll reappear. Who is, yeah. Who is the last uh, lady uh, mayor we had over there? Oh, uh, Hodges, yeah. Oh, Hodges, Hasn't she it. moved to New York? I have no idea. I, have no idea. I, think, I think she's moved on, and uh, now every now and then she'll send a missive to the Star Tribune telling, uh, telling the citizens how dumb they are. Well, and the unfortunate news is that the only candidates making themselves visible or signing... Uh, documents intending to run are people who intend to outwoke the next person mm -hmm. there there is no uh, gl or running for office none that i'm aware of that i'm aware of and i've told you this a hundred times i've made it my cause uh to to constantly hector uh the 40 year old group in saint paul with whom i'm familiar uh really really encouraging them to run uh <clears throat> one has stepped forward in saint paul a guy named paul langenfeld uh, I've met with him. He's a very sincere guy. Got a lot of GL in him. Uh, he wanted to talk to Norm Coleman, so I arranged that. Apparently, they've had a great chat, and uh, more might be heard from this fellow, Paul Langenfeld. Uh, but does a GLer have a chance? I have no idea. Boy, I, I no hope idea. so. I hope there's still. I hope there's still a chance. I got a note from this guy, uh, Dave Chapman. He lives in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yep. He had the he had the new granddaughter named Amelia, uh, and he notes that his wife is up here. And uh, each night I prove to her things are okay back home uh, in Nebraska because I send her a photo of each night's Grunhofer prizes I have grilled <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> Last night was bratwurst, buttery steak, sour cream and onion, and garlic and onion with a small side salad to show I'm eating more than meat. My today's lunch will include the under-publicized Grunhofer summer sausage. I'm sure many listeners might think all summer sausages are the same. They are not. Anyone who has tried the many varieties at Grunhofer's, especially Spencer's with wild rice and cranberries, can tell you that Grunhofer's sausage is superior to all others. The countdown is on until his new Nebraska store opens. I hope since I am such a strong supporter and frequent promoter, Spencer will give me the heads up on the timing and the exact day in the beef state he plans to open the new store. Well, you know what, Dave? He's not moving his new store to Nebraska. I don't think so. We we don't know where he's going to relocate, right. but we know it's not Nebraska. But that's the word. 
the word from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo is that a new store is in the offing, a second location. For now, it's the tried and true. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. It's right at the north end of Hugo. Uh, just off Highway just on Highway 61. Where else? Just on the east side of Highway 61. You turn in there and you're going into meat fantasy land. It's fantastic. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. University of Garage Logic 98. College of Self Esteem. Zip. Nada. Nothing. Here's Joe Souchere. Oh, what a beautiful day. The sun is up. DK Mags open for business at 10 a.m. And all is right with the world. Say, question for you. Have you made DK Mags part of your commute yet? Yeah, I'm talking about a daily stop into DK Mags. And I don't care if you're driving from Chaska over to South St. Paul. Loop on up to Old Eight, New Brighton. Uh, just, uh, just for the simple reason to check if there's any new ammo in stock. There always is. And I've got to get yours while the getting's good. I'd also swing over to the website, dkmags.com, on a daily basis. Check for deals, what's in stock, what can be ordered, all the latest, all the greatest. And for goodness sakes, oh, what are you waiting for? Subscribe to their YouTube page and uh, enjoy all the videos. Demonstrate. Boy, I, I accidentally killed 90 minutes just surfing around the DK Mags uh, YouTube site. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's all the stuff that we didn't know we needed until we saw it. Thank goodness for DKMags.com. Oh, and for that sake, Monticello Pond and Gun, they're here to help all of us fill our needs, stock our armories, and get us fun new toys to play with at the range. I beseech you, check them out online and in person. A couple of wonderful gun shops for GLers, run by GLers. I'm talking DKMags.com. I meant to copy you. I meant to tell you that I've been copied on a letter that uh, Tom Reed uh, wrote to Rebecca Noker, who mm-hmm. is the uh, downtown St. Paul uh, City Council representative, Ward 2. Mm-hmm. And Tom Reed, uh, you know Tom uh, from hockey. Mm-hmm. And, and, he, yeah. and he's got the hockey pub there on 7th Street. And he said that uh, uh, the environment is in is in terrible decline, and he's very concerned about it, and he's doing what a what an active citizen should do he's contacting his people in the, that represent him and here's the letter he got back from rebecca uh noker st paul city council member ward two uh, thank you again for taking time to meet with me and the deputy mayor last week we were grateful for your time and we are very concerned about the crime and quality of life issues you and your neighbors are experiencing Yesterday, the deputy mayor and I met. Where's the real mayor? Yesterday, the deputy mayor and I met with a team of city and community leaders to develop an area action plan. Ah, here we go again. To improve the safety and cleanliness of West 7th Street and other key downtown locations. We are moving forward with the following strategies. Number one, deploying street team ambassadors. Sure. Who will clean up trash, help guests find their destinations, and provide additional eyes on the street security. Okay. Number two, boosting police presence. That's, that's wonderful. Number three, increasing homeless outreach to help connect those in need to services and housing. Number four, coordinating between police, metro transit, street team, homeless street outreach, and others to make sure we have enough coverage in the area at critical times. Number five, working with Freedom House to create a jobs program for those clients who wish to help with cleaning, weeding, and other upkeep work (laughs) along the street. 
Number six, coordinating between parks and public works staff to ensure a higher level of service is provided to the area to ensure cleanliness in parks and public spaces. Number seven, developing a communication strategy so you and your neighbors have a regular point of contact and a way to receive up-to-date information. God, there shouldn't be a point of contact. You call the cops, there's some dude trying to break into the back of Tom Reed's. Our team is meeting weekly to plan and implement these ideas. While it will take some time to adjust staffing levels accordingly, we are aware of the urgency of the issue, and we are moving as quickly as we can. Please let me know if you have further questions for now, and I look forward to staying in touch. Best, Rebecca. Who spent a long email telling Reed nothing. We're not doing jack. Instead of that AAP plan, it should be an action security study plan. I don't understand. It, it's just amazing. It's just amazing that they they keep continue to come up with these these non Got it. answers uh, because they have no answers because they don't. They're afraid to address the real answer. The real answer is, mom and dad, uh, put some discipline back into the lives of your children. End of story. Boom. It's some boom. of the key. Some of the key phrasing in there made it sound, at least I, from what I took away, was they're going to clean things up when there's a game in town. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, when, when there's an back. event, we're going to yeah. come down there and kind of hide the homeless away from uh, everybody and, and get the crime under control right. for when, a night. When Kenny you. Chesney's playing at the X, then we're going to yeah. take care yeah. of business. Barricades yeah. and all. Right. Well, I, isn't, it, isn't it interesting that in the absence of fans... This area has become so downtrodden. Yes, and it was it was flowing freely. It was successful. It was, and not because of what the city council or the mayor have, had done anything correct. But I drove by there the other night and I saw that that the, the old fire station is. Uh, I don't know if it's a homeless ho- shelter. It's now, it's, no, it's a now a homeless shelter. Okay, I, and I was Reed Reed, of that. Reed called me and he said we're picking up gun shells. Uh, there's fights. There's uh, nothing but trouble, and that's why he reached out to Noker. And then you—I just read you—Noker's non-response. Right. Well, we're putting together teams. And it takes have, time to get these people time. together to talk about to nothing. Ad- we have to adjust staffing levels, and we're going to make sure to pick some weeds off the street. And what the hell are you babbling about? <laughs> the, the, the most effort they've made is that letter right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> that's the most effort. And I, yeah. Joe, uh, I agree with you when you say, "Why the deputy mayor?" If Tom Reed, who's a big player in St. Paul, calls you and says, we've got a major problem, uh, I think you should be able to meet with the mayor. I think guys like Chris Coleman, (laughs) Norm Coleman, um, I think those guys would have met with Tom Reed. Randy Kelly. Randy Kelly, yeah. George Latimer. Latimer, oh yeah, for sure. I got news for you, fellas. It's going to take more than what she's proposing because in all my travels out here in the country... I hear the same thing over and over. Number one, there's not Minneapolis and St. Paul. It's the cities. And nobody is going to the cities for any reason. Not a wild game, not a twins game, not football, not a concert, not for the Mall of America. They are not going to the cities. Well, that's that's an outgrowth, though, of the pandemic as much as anything. No, Joe. No, it's, I don't think it's, so, Joe. It's one hundred percent the result of what's gone on in Minneapolis and St. Paul in the last ten months. I'm well, it's but, the but, violence. Yeah. Okay, it's the okay, violence. But let's put it into context. 
there has been no reason to go to the X for one year because there's nothing there that you can attend. I think no concerts, no games. I'm not missing your point. I'm pointing out that uh, you you might be running into people that say we're done going to the cities, uh, but they haven't had a reason to go to the cities for one year now. It's been closed. The cities have been closed. I should have said we're not going back. When it right. reopens, we're not going that, back. Okay, that makes sense. But for a year, there was they had nothing to come down here for. And that's why I say, isn't it interesting that in that year's time, things have degraded so significantly on West 7th Street, which was, you know, a pretty joyful place two years ago. Hell yeah. Pretty the, joyful place. It was a fun place to have a St. Patrick's Day celebration, blocking off the street, tents, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. COVID knocked that out, but I don't know if we'll ever get to that again. But it, it, if 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 the larger point of of the hayseeds you keep referring to uh, is <laughs> is that they they're uh, I say that with affection, of course. Uh, I buy it. I buy that the that that the crime and danger are significant uh, reasons to not put yourself through these cities right now. I buy that. Well, Joe, and here's why I'll agree with Kenny. I'm a classic example of this. I I won't go back and do the part-time gig downtown anytime soon. You left a wild game. Are you kidding me? Would you guys do what I would do? See how many bars you can hit on the way back to your car? Yep. I mean, especially on West 7th. Tommy's, the place across the street, and the other place across the street. Yeah, and you just keep hitting them until you hit your car, you know, or Shea Shea picks you up, (laughs) you know. Yeah. Well, uh, it'll be interesting. How many? Uh, I think the Wild will have three thousand fans in another week or so. Mm-hmm. They're going to allow three thousand. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what impact that might have on the situation well, around Reed's Pub. Let's let's keep it in house. You have an awesome parking spot down there. But it's about 80 blocks from the exit. Right. Are you going to park in your awesome spot and do that zigzag walk down through the streets and or that little park there and all of that? Well, Talking uh, to every knucklehead you see along the way. Hey, I'm Joe Souchere. I'm a friend of the rookies. Uh, are are no, you going to just stay no. home? <laughs> no. Well, first of all, I, I gave that parking spot up two years ago. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah, well, I'm the, still using it under your name. I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> well, you go ahead. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you've gotten a bill yet. It's a great question. It's a great question. I don't know. Uh, obviously, I could still park there, even though I no, I, I no longer have a monthly contract there. You can still park there and pay the hourly fee, but I don't want know if I want that six block walk. Yeah. Oh, my point is, you're going to park in the ramp, and for the rest of us that used to find a spot like yours or on the street somewhere behind Tommy's, you know, or if that you knew little some area. Ball cops, you could always park in a special spot. <laughs> right. Are Are we going to be doing that? You know, or up uh, west on West Seventh? You know, a few blocks away. Are we going to be doing that? I don't know. Well, now you got me thinking. I was a season ticket holder for years, and I was never concerned about walking to the X from where I parked. Right. Never concerned. Right. Never. No. It was festive as hell. Yep. Now I don't know what I think. Now that you bring it up, I don't know what to think. And the other I think p- I'm going to park a hell of a lot closer to the XL. Mm. 
Yeah. And the yeah. other part of it, too, even if you wanted to get on the light rail, the design of that in that area made absolutely no sense because it comes nowhere close to the XL Energy Center. No, no. It's a. It's what, 10 blocks away? Oh, oh well, no. It dead ends at that train station, um, doesn't it? It's a good seven blocks away. Right. Eight, eight blocks away. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, oh, of course, Cedar Street. That's, of course, if you don't get mugged in the light rail first. Right. Does it go down Cedar? Yeah, it does. Cedar Street. Doesn't it? It's great down what, What's around? the train station right next to the depot? 10th? Yeah. That's, it's, that that's it, the terminus. Yeah. Terminus. But that's. Anyway. You know what? Hmm? <laughs> it's the terminus. Oh, that's what's one your of those terminus? Words. That's what you that's get rid of, of bugs. <laughs> you've just you've just triggered terminus. rookie. Yes, it's terminus. You turn at the corner when you're with us. Turn on us. Turn them on us. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, Rook. I used a big word. Yeah, you did. Terminus. Never use terminus again. Off air, rookie would have went bleep that yeah, word. Yeah, I kind of did. I kind of <laughs> held it back and just went. Yeah, that's what. Here's terminus for me. Yeah. Well, does that mean end point or starting point? Or you know what? No, I say end point. <laughs> to yeah. most of I it, say end point. So of, I know. To most of us, it does, Joe. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well. Right. May I uh, take a time out for some water, please? Let's oh, have sh- some terminus music to take us to a break. Yeah. Terminator. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Out. Stay forever young. It's the end of the world as we know it. He feels fine. Joe Sushere. Hey, you pulling that um, that cover off the grill if you're not grilling all year round and you got that rusty third wheel and the baby just pulls right off? Is it time for a new grill? The selection yes. at Fratelloni's Hardware is fantastic. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores and Grill Emporium. Emporium, brah. It's time for a new grill. Get to Fratelloni's. Weber Grills, free assembly. I know because that's how my kids started in the business, putting together grills. Does Frat sell seafoam? I guarantee you Hmm. they sell seafoam. I guarantee you that Matthew Mikulski Jr. could tell you what aisle it's in. (laughs) What's in the car stuff aisle? That's where it is. Hang right over there in seven. You know, guys, I love seafoam more than I love my grandma's homemade cookies. No. Uh, And the seafoam work stories, they keep rolling in here at GL, proving that seafoam truly is a great product in a world of icky gas. And I actually got one from a CI gal, uh, Jan, from up north. Uh, she actually didn't have a story. She did have a question about adding some to a mini tiller. She accidentally left gas in over the winter. Uh, but then her grandson, I love this, she's writing in to ask questions about her gra- grandson's diesel that uh, her tr- his truck is sputtering. She wanted to know if Seafoam would help. Of course, I responded. Uh, Seafoam works great in diesels, sputtering diesels. And the other one I wanted to mention comes from Chris. He had, And I love this because a lot of people don't know that seafoam makes a tranny additive. He was having troubles with the tranny on a high mileage truck, slipping, didn't want to shift into reverse on cold days. He dumped in a can of seafoam transmission tune, 50 mile round trip, boom, issue gone. And I've heard those stories about this seafoam tranny tune from a lot of different mechanics. It works from two strokes to diesels to transmissions and Every other crazy thing you can think of, a wonderful elixir. It's available all over the world, including frat, uh, frats. And it's easier to find than 
let's see, easier easier to find than a fish sandwich on a Friday. Or the end of this commercial. <laughs> <laughs> send that. Send your hashtag. We're still looking C- for it, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> uh, it's a hashtag Seafoam Works story. Send it to Olson at garagelogic.com. Truly an excellent product in a world of bad gas. Seafoam, the end. Wow. <laughs> do you like the term, uh, Joey, uh, do you like the term a new study? No. That always means something bad's about to be read. Yeah. Well, we have a new study. Well, oh. not necessarily, because John will have the you know story once a month of a new study says beer's good for you. Yeah. Smoking is good for you. Right. right. A new study, a new study revealed that summer could last six months in the Northern Hemisphere by the year 2100. If efforts to mitigate global warming don't continue. No. Oh, yeah. I'm down. The Advancing Earth and Space Science, the Advancing Earth and Space Science, released its report earlier this month, saying the shift will impact agriculture, uh, health, and the environment. Researchers pointed out that in the 1950s, the four seasons came and went as predicted. Let me stop right there. I'm convinced that, that what drives a lot of these crackpots is that some storybook memory of their youth. Uh, burning leaves in the fall, the Christmas lights, then the, uh, the arrival of spring, and then long summers. They, they think everything's supposed to be just perfect. Right. So, so we're going back all the way to the 50s to learn that the four seasons came and went as predicted. B as in B, S as in S. Nothing's changed since 1850. Remember, I established that as our arbitrary time on Earth. All of us, uh, 1850, nothing's changed. However, climate change has now shifted the start in end dates for the seasons. Summers are getting longer and hotter, while winter's shorter and warmer due to global warming. Yuping Guan, a physical oceanographer at the state key laboratory of tropical oceanography said more often i read some unreasonable weather reports for example fall spring or may snow and the like yeah that's that's happened throughout history what happened what was the reason the earth warmed up to melt the glaciers that uh, zipped through here 10 15 thousand years ago plastics it was plastics plastics. okay Uh, i forgot one word plastic scientists scientists gathered climate data from 1952 to 2011 Okay, so we have, uh, what, 60 years. So we're basing a a four and a half billion year old ball floating in the sky. Uh, We've got it down to about 62 years. They defined the start of summer as the onset of temperatures in the hottest 25% during that time period, while winter began with temperatures in the coldest 25%. Their data revealed that summer grew from 78 to 95 days between 1952 and 2011, and winter shrank from 76 to 73 days. Spring and autumn also contracted from 124 to 115 days and 87 days to 82 days, respectively. Scientists believe if the trend continues, winter will last less than two months by 2100. Spring and autumn could shrink. Numerous studies have already shown that the changing seasons cause significant environmental and health risks. Guan continued. She pointed out how birds are shifting their migration patterns and flowers are blossoming at different times. Well, we're coming up on my uh, my annual uh, lilac. Uh, oh, that's right. Science oh. experiment. Isn't that the middle of May usually? Uh, we're living through that. Usually again about this year? June first. Usually oh. about I thought June we first. retired that last year. Mm-hmm. 
We, uh, yeah, I think we proved last year the did. bit didn't work. Yeah, we tried well, it's, it. It's not a bit. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> it, it's, no, it was a crash and burn. It, show, no, it just it's, shows it's, your, uh, your, how it shows unstable you are. It shows you when the lilacs are... Uh, uh, I, I think it shows how unstable you are, really. Yeah. yeah. Jotting it, it down does. in a notebook and a, putting it away in some manila envelope. The NOAA said it's not impossible to stop the global warming trend. Scientists said Earth's temperature could stabilize if all human emissions of heat-trapping gases were to stop today. Okay. Mm. All? All. Every bit of them. These people are insane. They're insane. They have to wipe humans off the planet. Right. Well, Mysterians don't like people. Heat-trapping gases include greenhouse gases such as carbon dioxide, methane, and nitrous oxide. Okay. I, I, I... I give up. Remember the books? They were called golden books, little golden books? Yeah, I remember those. The, the, these people have a golden book idea of, of what Earth must be like. And if anything gets out of rhythm for them, they, they're going to say that's climate change. The climate has always changed. I'm getting tired of dwelling on it because these people are insane. They're, no, they're just as insane as the cancel culture people. They're insane. Mm-hmm. To look at a multi-billion-year-old planet, as Rook pointed out, and, and then to tell me, well, you know, since 1952. Why did you pick 1952? Right. Why don't you go back to as far back as you can? And even then, that would be nothing in the cosmic scheme of things. Well, whatever. Forget it. Don't worry about it. Bike right, season. I won't. Uh, spring is coming. It's going to be bicycle season. That means EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake on Highway 61. Great Bentelli e-bikes. Great electric assist bikes. Great gas-powered scooters that turn those urban errands into adventures. Full line of Yamaha products. Uh, business has been so booming at EcoFun. And they do have a great inventory of bikes, by the way, in a world where bikes are becoming uh, harder and harder to find. Uh, they're looking to add uh, sales staff. It, it, you mm. might want to you might want to stop by and ask Tim Bloom. Uh, for all I know, he's uh, he's filled that already. I'll give him a call. But uh, they're looking for a sales assistant. It'd be a great way to get into the recreational industry. Yeah. They have great they have great child uh, youth recreational stuff too. The ATVs and uh, they have helmets, apparel, the great service department. And right now they're still offering that deal at spring prices. If you buy your bike now but really don't want to bring it home yet. Uh, they'll store it for you until full spring arrives, or you can return with the right vehicle in case you don't have a vehicle that will hold your purchase. They'll store it for you and keep it indoors until you return. But, you know, that season is right around the corner. I saw a lot of bikers this weekend, a lot of bikers this weekend. And uh, those who had electric assist bikes, for them, you know what the wind was? A non-factor. Non-factor. Yeah. Non-factor, EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 in Forest Lake. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mumpumalonga, South Africa, our friend Tom Lyman, a.k.a. Wanda Gag. Uh, uh, on this day in, eight, in 1958, movie producer Mike Todd, who won an Oscar for Around the World in 80 Days, Best Motion Picture in 1956, died in an airplane crash in New Mexico. Hmm. Todd was born in Minneapolis in 1909 as Avram Hirsch Goldbogen. I didn't know that about Mike Todd. Huh. No idea. I love that movie. That's a wonderful movie. On this day in 2002, Governor Turnbuckle 
Jesse Ventura, <laughs> signed a law designating the image known as Grace, the official state photograph. Nice. The photograph was taken by Swedish-American photographer Eric Enstrom in 1918. It depicts an elderly man bowing his head and giving thanks. I, I love that. Oh, I love that yeah. picture too. Great. Well known, uh, Governor. Picture. Why? Why did you decide to choose that for? I don't know. Do what now? Yeah. Okay. And who's Grace? Yeah. <laughs> well, one more. Okay. All right. On this day in 1882, a guilty verdict is rendered in the impeachment trial of Judge Eugene St. Julian Cox, who had been accused of conducting a trial while drunk. His cause probably was <laughs> his cause probably was not helped when ten bartenders were called to testify to his ability to hold liquor. Cox was removed from office, but his allies in the Democratic Party later helped him later helped him reverse the conviction. Ah, uh, wow. bring him on back. Bring back those ten bartenders. Uh, what is it, well, Judge Otis? Uh, yeah. With with a last name like that, I'd be drunk all the time too. Right. That's uh. You know what my friends called me in high school? <laughs> Mr. Singular. Yes. Thank you, GLers. And my wife, Anita. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, Joe, before we go, let me tell you about our friends from the Sioux Falls Development Foundation, okay. which I'm wife's sure that His wife's, not, no. wife's not mentioned in there. No, I know. No. I, know. So I think that was her name, God. though. Right. You Poor should thing, spring Joe. forward with a new business location in Sioux Falls. They have build-ready sites available, and uh, building in Sioux Falls will get your company up and running fast. You can find fewer taxes, less red tape, and higher profits in Sioux Falls. Spring is a great time to check out SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Okay. What? Uh, yeah. What, Rook? Nothing. No, I was just... Oh, he was just uh, tapping. Going okay. Yeah. I was just about to tell people to go to PodMN on their smartphones to download or seek out new podcasts that they may have an interest in, Minnesota-wise or maybe even not. PodMN on your smartphone or on your computer, go to PodMN.com. There's a wonderful library to choose from. However, we want you to stick with Garage Logic and tell two or three of your friends. You know, Garage Logic is still on. Here's how you get on. Give me your phone. You can do it. Garage Logic. PodMN or PodMN.com. His wife wasn't mentioned, Rook. Oh, she wasn't? No. I thought that was her name. Yeah. We'll have to find out. I'm going to do a little more research. Any birds there, Birdman? Nope. He's like Brooks and Shawshank. It's not a bit. Hey, Brooks, do you see anything? Nope. <laughs> Red wants to see you. <laughs> <laughs>